the Plops, the Unarmed Forces podcast. Welcome everybody to uh, our reinstallment of the podcast. We're, we're getting this thing back up and live again, but we're going to change the format here a little bit. We've uh, we've heard that you guys are uh, responding better to ramblings of, of people talking about what they're doing um, with the little tips and tricks mixed in instead of the, the little seven questions that we were asking before. So we're going to try that out. And so for that, I brought on one of my favorite people today, Mr. Bryce Mahoney from the Derby Project. Welcome, Bryce. Hello, I'm so excited to ramble with you today. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we did a, a fair bit of that over the last few days, and I think if we would have just sat a recorder in on our discussions, it probably would have been a viral podcast, because we've had some pretty deep, meaningful, <laughs> oh and funny gosh. conversations. Yep. Um, yeah, so over the last week, Bryce and I, we had a, a micro-adventure uh, domestically in North Carolina, so we're just going to kind of run you through that, and uh, <laughs> to tell you some lessons learned, uh, what we figured out, and... And then we'll close down the podcast. So hopefully this will be short and sweet. But Bryce, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take the description from here of how this all came about and what we were going to do. All right. Well, um, you know, thankfully, this one, uh, I, it, was, it was near my hometown. So I saw, I don't know when I really saw about the Live American Yogi Festival. Uh, I, I honestly, I think you posted it or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's in Southern Pines. That sounds like something cool to go to. So I signed up like not even knowing or, or even registering that combat flip-flops was one of the sponsors. And, um, so you know, obviously we found out that, uh, each other were going and, um, I'm stoked that you, you reached out to me about, about the event and, you know, being a person that likes to have personal relationships and trips, you know, I asked if you wanted to stay at the house, you obliged. So, you got in here on Thursday night and um, fairly late and an interesting Uber ride to get here. And then Friday, we uh, we went out to Ranger Up to film some what I think will be some incredibly funny uh, <laughs> bits online. I mean, the amount of stuff, like, gosh, just the creative talent alone in the group that we had was... Uh, it was just amazing. And I mean, it, it couldn't have been better just pissing rain on us the entire time. Like it would have, it would have not been the same. I don't think if, if it had been like a bluebird day. So yeah. filmed some pretty funny, pretty funny stuff there. And then uh, Saturday went to the, the yoga festival down in Southern Pines put on by American Yogi. And that, I mean, that was just, you know, it was, it was a great event. It, I'm, I'm stoked the weather that we got, uh, you know, was overcast and then kind of sunny at the end of a little, little bit of precipitation. Uh, but, but the amount of support for that event, for it being its first time, the energy there, just the stories behind the instructors, like it was, uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm still on fire from that event. And it's just, it's one of the many possibilities that we have to do as a, a community. If we just put the effort to, to kind of get the momentum going, like this is how we can get together and this is how we can positively engage with not only one another, but uh, people that support us and do the same things that we like to do. Right on. So I'm, I'm going to break this one down here a little bit. So uh, Live American Yogi is founded by Phil Sussman uh, and his brother Mike Sussman. And, you know, the greenie beanie types living out in North Carolina, they, uh, you know, they found yoga to be a great way to, to keep themselves in shape, mentally recover, get focused, and perform. 
you know, like like many soft guys are now, they're finding out that how how beneficial yoga can be to their everyday life, not only for stress but for performance. And so Phil gets into this and he's looking around, and I'm, anybody who's here who likes the stretchy life understands that there's very limited options for guys with yoga clothing. And he looked around and he's seeing the problem in the market, and so he starts Live American Yogi, which is a a men's yoga clothing brand. So you can follow them at Live American Yogi on Instagram and find them on Facebook, but Great company, great idea, and they uh, they just got off and got started. And Phil called me, God, about a year ago, because uh, he knew that I was into into yoga and you know veteran small business owners. You know, you try to seek information and some advice and mentorship where you can. And he called me, say, Hey, here's what I'm thinking about doing. I said, Dude, that's a great idea. You should run with it. Fast forward nine months. You know, people who you know, are typically self starters, self motivators, good entrepreneurs, that military mindset, they take direction and they get moving. And he did that. And he started coming out with new products, got his online store up and running, and he understands the value of community and social media. And he said, well, I'm going to host an event in North Carolina and see what we can do to, to bring a whole bunch of fellow veterans and new veterans into the yoga community and just see see what kind of event we can put together. Um, I mean, it's, it was just a, exciting to see him in that progression over the, you know, over nine months, really getting that moving. So, Moving forward from there, you know, we do a lot of traveling as business owners and entrepreneurs, and you meet all these people all the time, and they say, oh, yeah, you know, when you come out to so-and-so, you should stay at my house, and rarely do people actually do that, and uh, I really enjoy it when people take us up on the offer. If you come out to Western Washington, we got a spare bedroom, stay at our house, we'll go hiking, we'll go fishing, we'll go mountain biking, whatever, just come up and just share the family experience because, you know, business is relationship primarily, and it's really a non-boardroom, non-restaurant, non, maybe not non-alcohol, but, you know, typically it's a better family environment where people get to see how you really live. And so I, I called Bryce and said, hey, man, I'm coming out there, you know, can I come hang with you? And the, which brings me to my third point is Bryce's hot tub. Uh, I've, been, I've been hearing about this hot tub for the better part of two years now. And uh, I was like, I'm going to go and we're going we're gonna to hang in this hot tub of well, and uh, maybe, maybe time travel, but that didn't necessarily happen, but it was a good time. Um, well, we did. We did mentally. I mean, I think I think we did tra- time travel mentally because, like, you, you go back. We had some pretty amazing conversations in the hot tub. Yeah, that place is a, a breeding ground for conversation. I mean, there's, you know, what they say is, uh, you know, if you my my buddy, he has a uh, well, him and his wife instituted this policy that if they're ever in a fight, they both have to get naked. Because it's really hard to—it's really hard to be mean when you're naked, and you know, it really you, is. yeah, you're—I mean, you're really vulnerable, and you have to open up. And it's at both parties now. Now, Bryce and I weren't naked; we were in shorts, but you know, we we're hanging out, drinking a beer, and uh, you know, getting to have conversations that weren't bound by another appointment or having to get home to the family. It was—you know—Bryce was already home to his family, and I was going on vacation, so they could actually sit and pontificate and draw out some ideas and really figure out—you know—some directions that we're each wanting to move toward personally. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and then I mean, uh, that's, some, that's that's some of my that's some of my favorite uh, times going around the country. You know, I mean, not only in the veteran space, but like jujitsu has been has offered the same thing. Like when you when you stay with those kind of people, you tend to have the same interests and food choices and things like that. And like, there's just so many experiences to be had that to get that get lost in transportation and timing of oh i gotta go back to my hotel or like you said back to my family like no we're right here like this is what we do here yep. and uh it, it just it's it's amazing 
And, and because, you know, you try to get the most out of any time you travel away from home and all the expenses at airfare, flights, hotels, especially if you're a business owner, you try to cram as much in as possible. And, you know, Nick from Ranger Up, we have been talking about doing commercials together for, gosh, years. But we've never actually lined up the timing between Range 15, you know, some of their marketing stuff, the promotions where we could put it together. And Bryce doesn't live too far from them. He's got a great relationship with them as a fellow Ranger. And we decided, hey, you know, can we come out Friday and make some commercials with you guys? And it was fun. It was a good time. Um, oh, man. You've, you've been there plenty of times. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a, a first user experience of, of my time at Ranger. Yeah. yeah, people typically look at small businesses like, Black Rifle Coffee, uh, Ranger of Combat Flip Flops, all you know, all the big veteran brands. And because a website is only so big, and everybody has the same size camera, you know, you look like a much larger company than you are. And I was pleasantly, I was really excited for the fact that, you know, they're they're right, they're they're right with right there with the rest of the small businesses. It's like small offices, really humble appearances. You know, a creative team of people. Like they'll go from answering customer service emails to the printing off the Dymo shipping labels to picking up all the inventory out of the boxes and then, you know, sitting there shoving it and it's all hands on deck. I mean, it really is an American small business. People of all ages, ethnicities, genders, all working toward, you know, getting the product out the door to the customers. And it was, it was really cool to see, um, see it from the inside and not only the amount of hard work that put into making it, you know, that work, but the creativity that goes into it as well. They've got a designer there, Zach, who was just working on his computer and just watching him work. I could just sit there and watch him for hours. It was it was unbelievable to see their team and the creativity of, hey, we have this idea, and then having an artist sit down and render it out and draw it out on paper. And they had all the cool pencil paper and all the colors and the, the professional inks where they were inking everything out, just like a real comic book person would do, and then transferring it over to a computer and then finishing it off there and then you know, picking the colors of blanks they went on put on the shirts and how they're going to release it to market and the messaging with it. It was amazing to see the creativity that goes into that process. It was really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah and, and I mean, and it too, I think it really gives you an appreciation for intellectual property, like why people, because I have this conversation all the time about, about intellectual property, about people making logos or all these different things about, you know, oh, wait, that's my logo, or we thought up that concept. Like, when you see what kind of work it goes into for somebody to design something that eventually goes on a T-shirt or flag or poster or whatever, when somebody else copies that and, and, and starts to, like, take it for their own, you you now you see the efforts in it, and, and maybe you have a little bit different of an appreciation. Not saying you didn't, but it made me appreciate it a lot more, realizing how much effort goes into those cre- creations. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, so we had this concept for a couple ideas for commercials, which, um, uh, we, we can give a little couple teasers here, but, uh, we had three skits that we shot. Uh, and the whole concept is, you know, Ranger Up is now selling combat flip flops on their website. If you guys go to Ranger Up and you want a t-shirt, a pair of flip flops, go buy them from them. Uh, it's rangerup.com or follow on Instagram at Ranger Up as an MMA apparel. I can't remember what it is. We'll have to look it up here while we're on the phone. Um, but it was, it was fun to come up with the ideas and work on Google docs and see the script come together. And then to be standing there in a room with the five guys you've been working with creatively, you know, on the, between text messaging, Google documents and emails, putting it all together. And the, the, 
the cool part about it was, is we needed, we needed some extra characters. And because of the veteran community and the veteran reach and how we support each other's small businesses, you know, Nick and the guys from Ranger Reps put out a, a call and six guys, you know, active duty and veterans showed up uh, to come support the commercial, which was really fun. And I had to go source uniforms from all over Western Washington and drag them out in a duffel bag. And then we actually, we had enough uniforms to fit all the guys and a, a, a double amputee showed up and his cool carbon fiber legs that were really decorated. It was, Oh man, those were so awesome. Yeah. It, it was neat to see how everybody came out and, and did the standard thing. Hey, coffee, donuts, you know, basically went through the script and everybody geared up and we went and shot these commercials. And as soon as we stepped outside, it started pissing rain. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So bad. Yeah. Bryce got tied up and chained up and gagged and, um, there are a couple of cool questionable costumes and uniforms out there, but we spent, you know, two to three hours and it was the, uh, what was it got? Bob, the guy, Bob, he loaned us his house cause there were, yeah. were some guns involved. Yeah, um, we didn't want to get arrested running around in front of, you know, uh, Ranger up with guns and didn't want somebody to call a cop. So uh, he's the chapter, uh, captain of, or the chapter president of local VFW. And he heard about it and said, Hey, you guys can come out to my property. And he let us, he gave us free run of his house, which was really cool. Again, the veteran network coming together to make something fun happen. And we went out there, spent two, three hours out in the rain, getting soaking wet, uh, doing some combatives, you know, being creative. The, the ad hoc jokes that came out of it which is so funny to see everybody putting together coming out of that environment. It was fun. And, uh, and just, <laughs> just how many? Just how many takes? Like. <laughs> That's the best part of just trying to trying to hold it together the whole time, yeah. where if somebody's doing a serious or semi-serious take on, on something. And those uh, guys are was, so funny too. It's it hard not to laugh. Like even the cameramen are like folded over, bending, laughing as they're just this improv comedy is coming out of these guys. Uh, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, I have to say my experience at Ranger Up was, as far as expectations, it was like 11 out of 10. Um, great group of people. Nick's a great leader. The team is really creative. It's awesome to see how much work they put into delivering products uh, to customers out of an American small business, how they handle the problems, how, how they market, um, and just, just the genuine care that they give for their community, which I thought was amazing. So... I love those guys. I, I wish them the best of luck, and I'm really thankful that they, you know, they gave us a bit of their time to, to create something fun that I hope everybody will get to enjoy. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Which then takes us to our next adventure. Live American Yogi. America. America. I'm gonna give one more time. What a day. America. That was fun. So the uh, the guys Hello. from. <laughs> Slow-mo. Yes, that's another hint in one of our commercials. Um, so uh, we, we, we left uh, Raleigh, headed down towards Southern Pines. Uh, the guys from Live American Yogi, they were super gracious. Uh, they, they got us a sweet hotel room for the night. So Bryce and I watched Thor Ragnarok on a couch um, until we both passed out and realized that we had to get up early in the morning and <laughs> go do some yoga. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was, it was great. We, sh we showed up. Southern Pines is a beautiful little town. I'm sure anybody who's served some time at Fort Bragg has been out there, but it was a really picturesque spot. They had a great community little lawn area with a, you know, stage with an overhang and it's a massive American flag set up. And you could definitely tell the energy was a, a little bit nervous, you know, coming from 
to the guys that live American Yogi in Hadastana, like, you know, is this going to go well? Are people going to show up? And all the team members that were there, all the people from the community that were volunteers out of the yoga studio, everybody was switched on. It was, it was really pleasant. I don't, I don't know what your first reception of it was, but showing up and people who were new where everything was going to go, all the product and all the gear was there on time. Everybody had a spot and it was, it was really well put together. What was your impression? I, I definitely agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree completely. You know, when you go somewhere like that, um, you see, you see, you just see a lot of like cross pollination. People are setting up their booths when they're set up. Then they're helping other people do the same thing. Um, you know, like meeting Matt, one of the instructors for the first time. You could just tell he was, he was just like carefree, just so stoked to 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 practice and teach in a little while. And I mean, like. I, I think from the beginning, the energy was just really, really nice. Uh, it was a perfect, perfect day. And uh, it was at the Sunrise Theater. That's the, uh, the place in Southern Pines. So for people that have lived there and know where, that, know where we're talking about, you can imagine where the, where the Yoga Fest was. So um, I was thoroughly impressed um, with that event. It's, it's the little things that matter to you, like the wristbands that were in the colors of the American flag. Like it's, it's the little stuff, the devils and the details. And I really think they nailed it. You know, when, and when most people think about yoga, especially guys is like, Oh, it's you know, from some far off land. It's foreign. It's bad for me. It's not good. But when you show up and it's got, we're going to say this America on it, it, it yeah, I think it provided like a little bit of uh, de-stress for a lot of guys that were either first time yogis or showing up with their girlfriends. And then to see other guys like Matt, I mean, Matt is He's probably 5'9", 155, 160 pounds, absolutely covered with tattoos and ripped to hell. And then you got Mike Hernandez, strongman, who's 6'2", maybe 270, power lifter, you know, big throwing weight guy. And you got the, the mix of people from, you know, 5'1", women to, I mean, there were just some some super tall women there yeah, as well. Yeah, it was very like, diverse. Yeah. It was, it was cool to see everybody. And then you got kids showing up and... You know, like, to be honest, a lot of people you follow on Instagram, you know, where you meet them for the first time, you're like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. And it's funny. He's like, oh, I'm Griff. And then they're like, oh, I'm Raphael. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. He's like, no, we know each other. I'm like, how? He's like, well, I'm Twisted Om Yoga. Oh, now I know you. Hey, man, great to finally meet you. And I, I, lo- I love that interaction where, like, you you uh, you get to meet people. And then um, on our Combat Flip Flops Facebook group, the Unarmed Forces, so you can go there, interact with us. We throw up a lot of interesting content and conversation there. And Sarah Bonner, I mean, she drove, I think, four hours, you know, to come to the event and be a part of a community and, you know, just hearing her story and her struggle as a veteran and how she had to work through it and, you know, finding solace in yoga and then coming down and meeting other like-minded people, you could tell it was a really positive event for her. And it it was just really neat to see all these people you've known on the internet for months or years and then finally get to meet them in person and typically they exceed all expectations that you have of them, which is cool. Completely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, it, it was, it was amazing to see the connections there. And like, and I think it, you know, going back to your comfort part, like looking at dudes like Matt and the guys that taught yesterday, they're like slowly, but surely are the guys from our community are the ones that fit with this. Like Matt, Matt is going to reach a lot of guys, you know, or at least he's going to, he's going to lower that uh, necessity of comfort to, to allow them to, to, possibly get into yoga um versus thinking it's just some uh event that women do in their little their their yoga studios and stuff and and i i feel like now yoga so much for the most part is becoming this like 
studio specific, like people are getting mostly into hot yoga and the, the real like flow part of it is kind of, uh, to me personally, it looks like it's taking a back seat to that. And, and events like America, like where, where it, you don't need a room that's 115 degrees. All you need is just some mat space and, and ears to listen to the, to the person leading it. And, um, you know, the, it's like Phil was talking about, man, I can't wait to do this event next year. And I was like, next year, we're going to wait that long to do another one. We need to be doing these. We need, we need more of these because that's, what's going to expose the men out there that need yoga in their lives to, to, to Matt, to Raphael, like to the stronger men that are leading these things saying like, no, this isn't just for women. This is, this is absolutely for everybody um, and, or, or not for you, but at least giving it a try and putting it in your kit bag and realizing what its effectiveness is for could potentially be something for you at a later date. Yeah. I mean, I got into yoga in 2009 uh, while recovering from like a massive motorcycle accident. And uh, I, I, my, I think my, my, my problem with yoga is the name. It just sounds really foo-foo. And if they, if they called it aggressive man stretching or like, you know, attack stretching or whatever it is, you know, I think you get a lot more guys into it, but it is what it is. And, uh, it was, it was really cool. And I, I mean, I've taken my practice. I usually do yoga two to three times a week. I travel a lot. It's the best traveling workout because when you, all you gotta do is just throw a mat you know, in your bag and you're ready to go. You, you could work out your hotel rooms, crank the heat up if you want a hot yoga room or, you know, my favorite is going to, you learn something new everywhere you go. There's just so many people that do yoga from all different backgrounds that you can go to different studios, drop in for 10 bucks and you'll learn something new and get a great workout. And, you know, yep. when you, when you do that diversity and change, you always see people pull off like a, you know, like a cool balance pose or whatever it is. And it, and it pushes you and say, okay, I might be good in my practice, but I can always be better. I need to focus on this. I can change. And the, during mm. the, during the first session, I think both you and I and everybody in America, there was a guy up front and obviously he's got the cool guy, special forces haircut. You could tell like the thing is proper and prim and he's really in shape and he was up dead center and you're like, oh, okay, this guy, you know, he, he might know what he was doing and he just didn't disappoint. And I, I encourage all of you to follow him on Instagram, but it's Clay Merritt Yoga. We started getting into our first flow led by Matt and you know, if you're into yoga, you'll get this, but like during Chaturanga where you go from a standing position down to like your plank and then upper dog and downward dog, kind of like your, your flow reset. As he was going from standing to plank, he was pulling off like an inverted handstand every single time, like off the ground, no push up, no step, step up, just completely balanced and muscle. I think everybody there was just impressed at how he pulled that off and then planking himself down to touch softly and then hitting it again. I was like, oh, there's no way he can keep that up the entire session he was pulling <laughs> off. <laughs> and it was, it was to the yeah. point where I think people were distracted with how, how strong his practice was, but it, you know, it was inspirational for me. It's like, okay, I need to start pushing myself a little bit harder now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, like we, we just feed off of that. Like it's just, it's our, it's our competitive nature in general to, to, to see that and want to push ourselves even further. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so, so we had Matt led the first session, which was great. And there was, if, if you're familiar with the Sunrise Park, you'll understand there's a train track literally right across the street. Uh, so as everybody was getting into their, into their flow and their mindfulness, you know, part of it, 
it was a really great distraction, which I think forced, you know, mental relaxation. Here you have a massive train blowing a whistle 50 yards behind you trying to be, you know, relaxed and calm. And it, it was just funny to, you could kind of like feel the energy and then like even the instructor addressed it. He's like, okay, now's the time for you to be focused. You know, really focused on getting your heart rate down. It, it was fun. I mean, I don't know what your perception of it was or how you felt about it, but I thought that training was a, a great, <laughs> great analogy for life. <laughs> no, it, it, to, it totally was like that total deep, like, I mean, and it was, it was that like again and again and again. And, and you know, those sounds that like start to pierce your head after a while to where you're like, all right, enough. You know, it's like, it was like, okay, this is going to be the last one. And another one, you know, like I was like, is this train ever going to pass? And after I got past that, like moment of thought at the beginning, then it was just like, you know what, it's going to be here. And I kind of used it as this, like that big exhalation. Every time the horn would blow, like it would just push me deeper into like escaping or getting out of my own head. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun, and then we said what Ra- Raphael led the second practice, or no, that was um, who who uh, Raph Raph led the third one. It was yeah. Oh, man, I gotta pull it up now. Yeah, I feel terrible. Yeah, oh, dude, is that that TBI in the head, right? <laughs> uh, let's see here. We all have to go back to the Instagrams to figure this stuff out. You know, just, if you don't write Nick, it down. Nikki, Nicholas Carrot. Yeah, Nick Nicholas Namaste. Nikki Namaste. Nikki Namaste. It's N I C K I E, right? No, N I N I N I C K Y dot Namaste. Yeah, follow him on Instagram. IG handle. Yeah, Nikki dot Namaste on uh, on IG. And I mean, he led a great practice, and it wasn't you know usually after one yoga practice, I'm pretty smoked. And here we have three yoga practices throughout the morning, outside, sun, you know, on top of you. Luckily, it was a little bit overcast, but it was warm and humid. And the instructors, you know, you could obviously tell they, they put together their, their flow between all three of their classes not to wear out the group. And it was really interesting to see, like, Matt, you know, he led a pretty chill session in the morning. Um, and then by the middle of the day, all the first-time yogis, you could tell they were feeling a positive affirmation, how good they were feeling afterwards. And then to see them pick it up, uh, Nikki, you know, he pushed everybody a little bit harder. And by the time we got the rafts, there was a couple cool inverted balance poses and some strength things that I think everybody who was into yoga was working on. But the new guys were now seeing the progression of of how far you can go during the yoga practice, which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I think it was great having all three having three classes and progressing like that. It was a great warm up, great push the second, and then. Yeah, Ross, just finishing it off. Like, heck, I, you know, I think at one point both of us were like, oh, that, that was it? We're not going to do any more? Like, I was, I was ready to keep going. Yeah, like, I thought there was going to be a I fourth was, session. I was freaking, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, you know, everybody came by the booth. Uh, we sold a whole bunch of product. It was super fun. It was really cool to get feedback from the community who hadn't heard of combat flip-flops, which I love it every time I love. And so, what do you guys do? It was like, you guys are in the military. You guys don't know about us? Like you think you like you you've targeted on Facebook and social media enough for where you know all these people are going to hear from you, but they don't. So it's it was always a great experience exposing people to what we do as a company or as a mission or running into the people who have bought our products before. Uh, so the conversation was great. We hung out there for a couple hours, um, 
And then the, the hosts were amazing. They had us over to their house. Everybody get showered up and cleaned up. And then Virginia Gallagher from Hot Asana Yoga. So she was the yoga studio sponsor. So you can follow them on Instagram, Hot Asana Yoga. And they've got six locations around the country and invited us over to our house. Had good, you know, good food, good beer. They had a hot tub as well, uh, which we didn't get to enjoy because we had to get home. But it was, it was really interesting to hear all the different backstories from all the different yoga instructors and then people that weren't in the military but associated with the military. And, you know, Virginia's got six kids. Uh, you know, her youngest son is going to go be a ranger. Made me proud. So we get to sit there and then we get, you and I both got to counsel him on what it takes to be a ranger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. And then, uh, then headed out. And that was a great weekend. Got home, uh, hung out, and then just... Hopped on an airplane early Sunday morning and back to the house, and the adventure was over. But I still felt the lingering, you know, vibe from Live American Yogi and how fun that event was, and just really looking forward to the next one. No, I mean, it, you, you actually hit the nail on the head. I mean, it was like it wasn't like it wasn't just the yoga event. The yoga event was the reason that brought on so much more—a chance for me and you to just have some great conversation, progress our friendship together, um, and, and to do some really funny shit at, at Ranger Up and progress those relationships with not only Nick, but just professionally and everything. Um, all the connections made on Saturday and, and just, like you said, like I, I, you, I know you feel this way, but like you love just up updating people or telling people about what combat flip-flops is and what, what, what it stands for and what, what's behind it. Um, and it's the same thing, like being at Virginia's house, getting to talk about what the Darby project does or what, what our mindset is, because like what I'm, what we're trying to do is not unique to us. Like we, I, I am focusing on one, uh, specific group in the military just because I think that's the, that's the thing to do to isolate where you think you can make the biggest impact, but the formula that we're trying to accomplish, it, it, it involves and can be for everybody. It's, and it, and it's about connecting just like American Yogi is doing, just like the yoga fest is doing. It's about connecting with individuals that share similar interests and doing those things together on a repetitive basis, preferably as look, you know, geo, geolocated uh, as possible. And then, with within those connections, it's it's education. It's educating your you uh, yourself about that other person, about what's around you, the businesses that are around you, the resources that are around you, and just living as a community that supports each other. And when you travel to other places and you meet people that uh, you connect with, like like you and me, you 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 stay with them, you interact with them. I mean, it's just the cycle of life. It makes it makes the divide between business and personal so razor thin, which I, I mean, I think life, that's what life is. Like there shouldn't be these cut parameters on when you work and when you play or when you enjoy. And, you know, I think that we, we, we had a great example of that this weekend of just like blending both of them together and, and maximizing the situation, uh, personally and professionally. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I really, yeah. I think uh, I've worked with a couple of major financial companies over the past you know, couple of years, and they're saying how the market is moving toward everybody's life is now blended. You know, your work, your play, your family—like it's 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 not you know 1950 where you get up and you leave the house at 8 a.m. 
you know, you work from nine to five, you come home and it's completely separate and done. Like everything that we do just merges together and just finding a way to positively do that is I think something that all of us should seek. You know, it's not feeling overwhelmed by your work all the time that you're trying to have dinner with your family or, or you're going on vacation or travel. It's like really figuring out a way where you can you know, have the tools where you can step away from things when you need to, integrate them when it benefits you, um, spend the most time with your family, create relationship, and, and really have a, a good adventure through life instead of just, you know, I work during these hours and I play during these hours. I think there's a, there's a way to do both. Yeah. And if we figure it out, right. yeah, we'll write it down and share it with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, but I think a great example and, uh, you know, shameless plug here, but the Vet Expo coming up in October for Gallant Few. It is, uh, you know, it's in Dallas. It's uh, over a weekend. You're coming to speak. A bunch of other great people are coming to speak. And, like, the direction that I, I, I hope to see the Vet Expo go in is becoming a more reoccurring, locally fixated event where we leverage, you know, the speakers that come in. They can be from, from anywhere because I think people, people that possess different traits and, and personalities and things – that we all we all stand to, to learn from them. But imagine if the Vet Expo, as it goes through each event, the people that come to that particular event live right in that community. So it, then it becomes a symbiotic kind of thing where you're all learning from the same person, but then you're developing relationships where there's so much follow-on, there's so much physical contact after the weekend where you kind of planted the seed. And it, it's all about just growing together as a tribe. You know, I... I I find that the the more connected I am with people like you that just uh, provide such such insight and and push me mentally and help me to grow personally and professionally that that's when that's when I experience life the most. It's this symbiotic relationship with so many people just championing each other, like trying to do whatever they can to to make them themselves and their their people that close to them as successful as possible. Um, and it's just events like it's a culmination of events. It can be events like these, this yoga festival, the vet expo or, or different things where it's more of just like a community aspect of it. It isn't like a, you know, it isn't like a shot show or a sophic where you're going to this location and you're in this environment that doesn't feel like home. You're going to and from hotel rooms and it just becomes, it's a drain. Like there's no, there's no family involved in it. You, 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 people that tend to live in this lifestyle tend to get kind of caught up in that cycle where you're in and out and in and out. Like if I'm going to spend time away from my family, I want, I want to maximize that opportunity. I want to spend it with the people that I care about the most and that care about me as well that are willing to kind of meet me halfway on that stuff. So um, I know that was an incredible tangent. No, I'm excited for but the I, Expo uh, as well. Yeah. I'm excited, I'm excited to, to see more of these events grow, and I really hope that if there's any veterans listening to this, is they just drag a civilian friend along with them, somebody who's never been in the community. And people talk about the civil-military divide. I freaking hate that saying. It, it drives me nuts. Yeah. It, like, because it's self-manifesting, right? Veterans like sit around and go, oh, the civil-military divide. There's such a divide. They don't like us. And then this, you talk about the civilians. They're like, there's a divide? Really? Like question yeah. mark is like we thought we were supporting you guys and it's a self manifesting thing and I just really think that you know, if you're going to come down to Vet Expo see what you can do drag a friend down uh, have them meet some cool people you know have them listen to the talks and 
I think they develop a little bit more sense of understanding and empathy if we expose them to it instead of just holding them accountable to understand and take action on something they have no concept of. So I'm, and, I'm and, yeah. And that good. No, go ahead. Sorry. You're first. I was going to say, and, and people, people that host events, you know, I'll challenge people that, that do reoccurring things in their community, you know, like team red, white, and blue has got a great format of like, it's, it's all inclusive. This, this four veterans only things. Sometimes it, it really limits our ability to, to connect with, with like-minded people. So, you know, I challenge people out there that if you're hosting events or you're thinking about hosting events, you know, make it, make it open to whoever's receptive for, to coming. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's where you're going to find, uh, you know, the greatest connections. Agreed. Well, I think, uh, I think we've reached our limit on the daily commute. Uh, the, the, the standard run route, as much time as people can dedicate toward a podcast, we're approaching 35 minutes here. So, I think what we need to That's do is just enough. wrap it up. We uh, just need to remind everybody to follow a couple of folks on Instagram. So make sure you're, as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, hop over on your IG. But follow uh, the Darby Project. So that's at the Darby Project. If you don't know who we are, follow at Combat Flip Flops. Uh, follow at Live American Yogi, uh, at Hanasana Yoga, at Twisted Dome Yoga, at Nikki.Namaste, um, and at this Matt.O.O'Donnell, I think it is. This is, I, we'll post it up here in the links for the podcast, but you know, follow Matt, the yoga instructors, give them some love, um, see what they're doing, and maybe you might find some inspiration to start yoga on your own. And then also stay tuned uh, for those Ranger Up Combat for Flops commercials that will be coming out shortly. In I slow can't wait to see them. Mo. So slow. We're going to have some <laughs> great slow-mo action shots for you guys. It's going to be awesome. I'm pretty sure that's the history of combat flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, all of these jokes are going to make sense to you once you see the commercials. So, all of that, everybody, I just want to say thank you, uh, Bryce, for coming on to the show today, uh, being a part of the podcast and the community. Chicken ass. And thank you, everybody, who who listened to our ramblings this far about yoga and marketing commercials and veteran events, but make sure you follow, uh, follow all the events, hit our events page on Facebook. Um, make sure you're checking out vet expo. If you haven't heard about it already, but come out and sign up, drag a friend. And with that, this is the unarmed forces. And we'll see you. We're out. Peace.